AJ, AJ, I'd love to start the show today, but I don't think I don't think so. I think we just have to play some Castlevania Advance. Circle the Moon time, man. Circle the Moon. Why are you on the phone? Circle the Moon. Circle the Moon. I love Circle the Moon. Hell yeah, it's man. Let's, let's, let's ditch this show. Four, Castlevania Four, Super Castlevania Four is the best though ever. It is the definitive Castlevania game. Okay, simply a nice, you know. It's up there with it. But I can't I can't say that Castlevania 4 isn't the best Castlevania. Castlevania uh, 4 is in the top 10. By the top 10, I mean it's like number 9 or 10. Why do you uh, Why do you have your phone next to you? Are you like, is that supposed to like disguise your voice or something? No, you, you can watch the show back and you'll understand what's going on. Can we start, can we start the show? Sure, please do. All right. This is PSVR Games Cast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, and then bring it to you right here, live on YouTube. If you're not a live kind of person, if you're kind of like dead and like don't like using your eyes to watch us pretty people talk about video games, then you might want to go over to Spotify and uh, check out what we're doing over there. Guess what? It's the same thing, just no video. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all sorts of streaming services of your choice. Go check us out over there. Subscribe, like, smile and send some love. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and the guy to my right, my partner in crime, AJ from The Underground, PSVR. Underground. Underground. What is up, Brian? Do you have problems with your mic? <laughs> you, something is going on over there. You're having problems you with my know. mic. Everyone else is uh, fine. It's just you. <laughs> what is up, man? What is up, Game Cats? Happy Monday, and I know Mondays usually suck. But hopefully we can help your Monday suck just a little bit less. We have a great show today. There is I don't I don't believe that even for a second. Oh, <laughs> I don't do, think Brian. that's a, I don't... your lack of effort in the thumbnail. Wow. Don't be fooled. There is tons and tons of amazing glorious VR goodness that we must sit down and discuss intelligently. I don't know Very how calm. intelligently things are going to get. But we'll certainly talk about all of them uh, as soon as we get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way. First and foremost, make sure you join us over on Discord. That is where this conversation happens 24-7. Uh, and that's also where multiplayer meetups happen, as Professor Lilith says with the $5 tip. Sunday multiplayer for October 3rd, 2 p.m. Eastern is Sirento. Good to know. Sirento. That's you, awesome. Right? And that you, is so cool. Go ahead. No, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, if you feel like uh, if you feel like joining, make sure you head up head over to Discord and join us over there, man. Like that's where all the scheduling and meetups and uh, and, and team ups happen. Uh, so click the link in the description below. Also, we got Gabriel Gabriel 004 licensed to meow game cat with the five dollar tip says meow, great meow, to meow, be meow. back. And uh, if you didn't if you didn't know, uh, Gabriel was uh, was was not with us for a minute and now is and uh, and it's the greatest thing ever to see your name, my friend. Uh, yes, much much love. I didn't know he went somewhere. Where'd he go? Uh, I don't. I don't. I think maybe we'll talk about that off camera. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, you gotta figure this out right now. Yeah, I've missed him. Gabriel, I didn't even know I was missing him. Gabriel, if you want to share that in the chat, feel free. If not, um, you know, we'll respect your privacy. We also got Dave Station VR. I just saw him on the latest episode of Virtual Boys. I, I, I tuned I, I tuned in just to make sure you didn't say anything dumb. Not gonna lie, man. It was like, <laughs> please don't reveal any without parole secrets. I was listening and I was like, every time my name came up, I was like, just fucking wanted die um he says this is the tip train where we tip live every monday at 6 p.m eastern nice okay i noticed he streamed uh the kenya bridge of spirits uh game and he calls it like the dark souls of pixar games i got like a good laugh out of that so what's up dave good to see you homie love you man dave it's good to see you it's good to see dave station vr doing non-vr things whatever he feels like streaming whatever he feels like playing this was like a big thing that he talked about on virtual boys um it's like dude it's like play what you want to play and and, and stream what you want to stream i love it we also got the wolf craze with the 20 dollars tips is what's better wheat things or cheese it's what are wheat things oh wheat thins probably Oh, oh, yeah, no, definitely Cheez-Its. What, what kind of crack are you smoking, man? Especially white cheddar Cheez-Its. There's no question. Uh, ugh, I don't know about all that. I'll take the white cheddar popcorn, but but no. I'm sorry, was that was um, that one of the options? Maybe those Tabasco Cheez-Its. Wheat Thins, if those are what I'm thinking of, I probably actually like those more because you can put, like, cheese on those or, like, a piece of turkey or you can, like, make a – you can make little sandwiches out of those. That, those are superior in my opinion. I don't even know what to do with you anymore. We also got the wolf craze with the $20 tips. Says, nope, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to do with myself anymore. ET.2K9.now. ET.2K9.now. With a $5 tip with a dancing pear emoji. I was, like, I was like, I don't know how to respond to that. Except for... It's not Wednesday yet, though, so we can't hump. That's not a thing. Today's Monday, right? <laughs> all right, man. With, with all the tips out of the way and all the cats in the chat, everyone hanging out, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you oh so very much. It's been an amazing weekend. Uh, I would love to start the show, but I can't because Seymour Spooky spooky Scary Game Shrimps with the $2 tips is Tip Train Choo Choo. Thank you. Spooky Scary Game Shrimps. Is that, is that a thing? Is that a song? We, we do I will that suplex those trains right. one by one. I'm going to make you sing on my answering machine message. That's going to be anything. AJ okay. sings. My, hello, I'm sorry, I couldn't get to the phone. I'm so, so sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Dude, we do have a ton of news to talk about. We're already like 15 minutes behind. So we should probably get the uh, the news stories rolling here. What do you think? I think we should. Because there's exciting shit going down today. Starting with 17-bit gave us a release date for song in the smoke, Brian. Finally, uh, we had an original release date of September 18th. Hmm. They said, no, no, no. The, that was kind of a, a liquid date is what they what they called it, referred hmm. it to or something. Um, and uh, they said, but it wouldn't be much longer. And they were right. They came through for us. October is now looking, getting way more stacked with one of the most anticipated games, the, the awesome Supernatural Survival Song in the Smoke, October 7th, Brian. Are you excited? I'm, I'm crazy excited, man. I'm crazy excited. I've been saying for a long time that this is one of my most anticipated PlayStation VR titles. It, it definitely ranks up there with you got to choose a left or right, buddy. Pick away. Pick away. Come on. Keep moving. Um, as, uh, it, I think after the fall and this were my two most anticipated, but because after the fall just kept kind of becoming for, seemingly further and further uh, into the distance uh, or falling further and further away, I was like, well, Song and Smoke is the game I'm like 
definitely more excited for because um, it felt like it was right there, like on the verge of our fingertips. Now it's closer than it's ever been, which is actually the case with all unreleased games. But <laughs> but it feels yeah. but it feels like it's right around the corner. It's literally like a week away, ten days yeah, away. It's very like close indeed, and I'm super excited about this game. I think survival, like horror, is one of those uh, genres that just translates so well into VR. Um, it really like brings up the intensity. Um, and yeah, I've been really excited about this. I definitely feel like this could have been in that coming soon trailer. I mean, this is one that's coming really soon and, um, you know, nothing against that trailer. I'm not going to knock it because it was still cool to, to have a PSVR, a new PSVR trailer, but yeah. you know, this, this could have deserved a little nod. Well, and so we're going to make sure this game does not go under the radar. Uh, it, it's going to be, uh, spotlight where it deserves i think it was tough uh with that trailer coming out exactly when it did because it was like would that would that that game wouldn't have made any sense for the first two weeks it would have been like it's out now and then be like wait this game's not out yet. what are you talking about and then if they put it in the coming soon section in two weeks that that trailer that they only update once every six months or so would be outdated and so uh so it's kind of like in that middle ground where like it's it's too close to say that it's out now and too far away to say you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah maybe yeah, but still very, very exciting, man. This is definitely one of our uh, most anticipated games. And, you know, when we hear Jake Kasdahl and other members of the team talk about how they can't stop playing it, that just instills. Yeah. And, and I know you can, you know, get all PR with your own game and you can be like, trust right. me, trust me, uh, blah, blah, blah. And But I, I don't get that feeling from him. I don't get the feeling from Jake Kasdahl that he's like just blowing smoke. He's saying like that developing his game is hard because he's too busy fucking playing it and having a good time. And I'm like, I trust this guy. Like, he seems legit. Yeah, obviously we'll have to wait and see. Um, I hope the version that we get is more on in line with like uh, the PC VR version, yeah. or more like optimized for PlayStation VR. I hope my one one of my small concerns is maybe it being the like very similar to the Quest Two uh, version, which we just which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But you know, I like having that extra lighting, um, all that those the extra horsepower behind it taking advantage of that versus what's required for to run on a mobile headset um but uh but i'm still super excited uh, i love the art style i think this is one that is definitely uh you know should be on everybody's radar and and i can't wait to play it and review it and um this if this is what i hope it is it's something that i can just get lost and in, in playing over and over and over um something like saints and sinners where I spent just so much time just scavenging, um, like one of those kind of deals. But this is going to be in the jungle, and there's a couple different locations. There's the jungle, there's like an icy tundra or something, and some other ones, um, all these different animals, all these randomized wildlife to, to get to. So uh, I really can't wait to explore this game, and, uh, and yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, Twitter in the chat says, I hope Song in the Smoke is longer than 45 minutes. We've definitely had a problem with games recently. Uh, you know, Ionia is not out yet, but it seems like it's 45 minutes um, or to an hour. Fract came out and it was like, man, blasted through that shit in like 90 minutes. I wouldn't it say was... a problem because we've had some long games too, but, you know, Arashi right. was. But games that Arashi we. Arashi was like six hours. Um, 
some other ones. But there, it is definitely, it has been a problem historically, yes. Yeah, I mean, historically, meaning in the last two months, <laughs> we've had two big games that people were excited for that just underdelivered as far as content is concerned. Uh, but luckily, again, I, I hate to keep uh, promoting myself here, but, you know, you're on Without Parole, so let's talk about Without Parole. I interviewed Jake Kasdahl, and he gave us a pretty good indication of how long the game is. Um, and uh, it's going to take hours and hours and hours to beat the first time, and then playing through you can do it many many different ways uh with some randomly generated uh or random or randomization and uh in, in different ways to get through the game and lots and lots of options so i don't think he made it very clear that if you play this game once you're not going to see everything and you're certainly not going to experience everything it has to offer so replayability on this one seems very high uh which is yep. a great thing when you spend you know i'm guessing it's going to be 30 bucks so I, I don't know the exact price on it yet um but it's uh when you spend 30 bucks on something you want to play it a lot man especially if it's good you don't want to blast through and go Wait, well, that was it done nothing else damn right right that's right it is gonna be 30 bucks isn't it? i don't know i mean like do we have a, i don't know do we have an official yeah, state? i think it is i think it is supposed to be 29.99 yes okay that's just like the price that it felt to me but i don't know specifically i didn't yeah i didn't do any research on that so um, real quick, we got Ben L of the GameCat Army with the five dollar tip says at work can't stay. Thanks for everything you do. Hashtag hire AJ. Uh, future pi- future past Ben L of the GameCat Army. Uh, we will see you later when you watch this later, and hope you're not working too hard. Now we've also got Delirium Drew with the five dollar tip says smoke song. Sorry, I can't read song in the smoke hype train. Thanks for the show, Brian and AJ. Song in the smoke, song in the smoke, song in the smoke. Sit, sit, sit. Can't wait. <laughs> it, it does look really weird when you, when you put it like that. Uh, but um, yeah, man. Hell yeah, I'm with you, Drew. We are. This is one that our community in particular has been super, super duper excited for. So um, hopefully, hopefully it delivers. I think I think there's a good chance it will for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so song in the smoke coming real, real soon, man. That's. Uh, let me get this right here. That's. Two Mondays from now, so not next Monday, the following Monday. Take that right! Holy crap, that's so soon. Monday. What was the date of it again? The tenth? No, the seventh. Oh, then it's way closer than that. (laughs) It's it's (laughs) it's literally a week from this Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So just uh, like about ten days away. That's so exciting. So exciting. All right. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, What's our next news story, bud? Uh, next, we have um, some great news from a game that is upcoming, uh, and that is the first major MMO that's going to be gracing us on PSVR, and that is Zenith. Zenith has acquired, this actually comes from a Road to VR, they did a little uh, article on it, and they say Ramen VR, the studio behind the upcoming VR MMO Zenith, The Last City, announced today that it has raised... 10 million in venture capital, uh, which I assume venture capital, I guess they received this from a private source, um, some sort of private funding. Um, And they say the game is set to launch later this year on all major headsets, despite what Brian says. (laughs) This is my folia, dear father, where you keep saying there's no way this game is coming out this year. Um, And I'm like, yes, I believe, despite I understanding where you're coming from. uh, but yeah, man, ten million. This game originally uh, crushed its Kickstarter and raised two hundred eighty thousand dollars, which its goal was twenty five thousand okay. dollars. So now they've secured ten million. 
so they obviously are immediately expanding the team. Uh, this game has been in early access, like beta stuff, um, for a while. And uh, yeah, Brian, what do you think of all this? I mean, I think it's great news. Uh, you know, every everything I've everything I've seen, everything I've played on this has been pretty pretty basic. Because uh, right. yeah, because like, like you said, the beta has been running for a while. I've had it on Quest for a while, and uh, it's been pretty pretty basic. But I mean, but there are people playing it nonstop. People are obsessed with this thing, and uh, and so you know, once you have the basic mechanics in. You know, then it's just time to build, 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 and and make sure that when you know when you once people dive into your game, that there's just more and more and more to explore, and and, and reasons to want to upgrade, and reasons to want to level up. So, uh, so I haven't been into the beta for a really long time. So, you know, maybe they've made drastic improvements in the last few months. Uh, but that was the reason that I was like, oh, there's no way this game is coming out this year. But the fact is, is if it comes out this year and it's just a little light on content. The, that's fine. I think I think most people will be like, "That's cool. We're having a good time, and we can't wait for the next, you know, the next expansion, the next the next area to explore, the next set of weapons to purchase." Uh, I think that's going to be fine. It's one of those games that maybe you won't play every day for ten hours, but but every time there's a new update, you jump in and you just blast through it, and you like can't get can't wait to get back to it. The only reason I don't play a Final Fantasy a Realm Reborn like every single day anymore is because of VR. And so to me, I'm hoping this kind of replaces that. And MMOs are different, man. You know, I played the shit out of some World of Warcraft um, back in the day, the vanilla WoW. And uh, I played some EverQuest. And there's like so many that I'm, that I'm forgetting right now. Um, but MMOs are awesome. And they're designed... To where they start with like a base game and since they're like always online they can constantly expand um on that world and that's you know i hope this and this game already seems like it has a decent amount of like areas to explore a lot of land to cover but it seems like i think what this makes me most excited is them filling up the these worlds filling up this world with tons of npcs content enemies upgrades more variety of everything um that's what i'm excited about because of all the criticisms i think that's the one thing i've heard that i'm like kind of concerned about which was that yeah it's huge but it's like it feels a little bit empty and simple and needs like a little bit more so i'm really really excited about this and i hope um i hope that this means that they can expand their team which it likely does and and get those worlds filled out with tons and tons of stuff to do and uh i mean they're already talking about in this article people spending up to 40 hours a week in this game i want to be one of those people yeah and if it has enough stuff and variety um i will be one of those people and and it'll be so much fun with our community yeah it does make me feel better they're doubling down in this article saying yeah that it's still coming out later this year which is which is great uh they did say also that um, it, it's the money isn't going directly into the game. I mean, the money is going indirectly directly into the game by hiring new people right. uh, for the team. But I don't know how, I mean, we're practically at the beginning of October. If this game even comes out at the beginning of December, very little of that hiring process is going to, you know, have been be incorporated into the initial release. It's, it's probably whatever they've got kind of now, they're probably polishing up, trying to make sure all the loose ends work and fit together. Uh, and then they push that out. And then all of these new people that they're hiring with the 10 million in funding will be for right. 
you know, to, to keep it running and, and to make everything better as time goes on. Uh, right. So th- that's what gives me more hope than anything, because sometimes a game comes out and then you just never hear from the developers again. And this sort of ensures that that won't be the case here. I mean, nothing's nothing's guaranteed, but this helps right. me feel a little bit more positive about what's going on here. There's a lot of promise with this game. And yeah, it does look great. Uh, these developers have also mentioned um, eventually porting this to PSVR 2 as well. Uh, it was in a gaming magazine. Yes, I still read gaming magazines. Um, and uh, they had a little comment about, like, I think they said something about, like, how great the orbs feel or something like that. Um, or how excited they were and how this is going to be a, a great transition into next gen for them personally. So, yeah, this is uh, they, this is going to have uh, some legs on it. And there's going to be a lot of growth to this game. And this is going to be one of the most, the biggest premiering MMOs, I think, for VR uh, within a, the next year or two. Yeah, dude, and like, yeah, this like they just they, they've cleared the field completely. They, Elysia doesn't like I haven't seen any anything big about Elysia on PlayStation VR. Elysia seems yeah. like one of those games that they're working on other platforms, and eventually they'll get to PlayStation VR. So we've got forever before we see Elysia, and then Elysium, the kind of more Grand Theft Auto style open world uh, MMO, that's still in the development, man. But like they they recently just said, hey, we're still hard at work on it, but we needed to take some time off to like. Yeah. do our thing there's only like two or three dudes working on that uh and then yeah. what was the other one um uh shit you oh know? and then there was like met meta world back in the day that was a scam and took everybody's money so i mean like all of these has just cleared the field completely it's in like mmos it's almost like they have a bad reputation we haven't even gotten one on psvr yet um so this is going to well, be MMOs great man there's no competition console. MMOs have always taken a long time to come to consoles. The first MMO didn't even come to PS3 until uh, Defiance, believe it or not. That was the first MMO on PS3. It is not strange for those to take a long time. The fact that we're getting uh, an MMO this early, uh, because VR is still in its infancy, uh, is pretty good. So so I'll take it, man. I'm happy about it for oh, sure. Dude, I'm super happy. Like there, there's no competition for these guys. It's like they, they they've got permission to just like build a track and roll their train in, man. Don't worry about shit. We got this. Done. Ten million dollars, all yours. That's how I guarantee well, that's how that conversation went. In fact, there's no competition. Have some money. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of awesome uh announcements, well, congratulations to Ramen VR. We're excited about the game. Can't wait to see it. Um another massive online multiplayer game. Rec Room, Brian, one that we are very, very familiar with, has had an amazing announcement recently, and that is Rec Rally, coming October 29th. A Dirt Rally racing mode is coming to Rec Room, Brian, cross-platform. This is very true. Now, first things first, before we get too far away from it, Nihilus Ryan, the game feline give us a $5 tip says did the tip did the tip train slow down time for another tip that's a little hard I'll heart right back <laughs> to you now, going. Right. put some more coal in that sucker thank you so much for that now what i'm showing here is the is the official uh reveal of rec rally that just was posted on the uh, on the rec room uh youtube page yesterday that's all well and good you can see it's somewhat polished especially for rec room dirt flying whatever blah 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 but after doing a little research, we found uh, we found some uh, earlier beta footage, so extended amounts of Rec Rally footage. Um, in the in the 
I'm sorry, the credit for this goes to Bagel5120 over on Discord. I don't know who that is, but I know that who that who tracked it down. So let me let me put up the beta footage so you guys can see a little bit more of uh, of Rec Rally. Yeah, I haven't seen this beta footage yet either, but super exciting guys. Let me break down some details on the game while he gets that going. Six players, up to six players can race. Uh, there's going to be boosting, jumps, like huge jumps. Um, there's power sliding. Uh, now, there is a little bit of a confusion as to some specifics because I've got two articles uh, that I read earlier that had some conflicting information. Um, but essentially, to some degree, uh, there's going to be a pregame mode where you can actually get up to three people into one of the, the doom buggies. Uh, and then there was another one. And, and then when it was racing, it was one person. Um, I think that was from VentureBeat. Now, um, now the Upload VR article uh, has a quote that uh, says, Rec Room users can go on a road trip with friends or grab a paintball gun and hop in the driver's seat for some vehicle, uh, vehicle on vehicle combat. Um, and then he said each vehicle supports dual wielding objects while driving and has fully optimized controls across all platforms uh, with a clean, intuitive feel on touch devices. So looks like it's going to have an in-game steering wheel. Um, I, I don't know how it's going to work, but to some degree, you can have somebody riding in your car and shooting paintball guns at each other while, while driving. Yeah, this this will support uh, dual wielding, I believe, even for the driver too. So if you've got if you've got a yes. weapon, just leave it up on your dashboard. You can be you know doing the thing that I've been asking for forever, which is driving with one hand and shooting with the other. Uh, I dude, I'm first and foremost, all you are is history. Of the game shrimp in the chat referred to this as Rec Vroom, which would have infinitely been a better name, in my opinion. No, <laughs> infinitely Rec better Rec Vroom. Right is perfect. No. Rec Rally There's sounds no vroom. good. Rec Vroom does not have a good history in, in VR. Vroom. What do you mean? Polish Paul loved Vroom Kaboom. <laughs> and that's it, bye. And that's it. <laughs> that's it, bye. Um, yeah, this, look, this looks great. My question is, though, like, um, I was talking to the, uh, I was talking to the Dash Dash World developers, uh, and because of some, uh, you know, some engine issues, uh, that they're having on all platforms. Uh, th that game's probably going to be delayed till 2022. Is that this sucks, man? It totally sucks. It totally yeah. sucks. We've been so excited for that game for, I mean, like almost two years now. And, and every quarter, it's like, oh, it'll be delayed till next quarter. But, you know, shit happens. And I'm sure that team's not nearly as big as they'd like to be. Um, so, Defunct my... Bomb Bro, the game cat, says, When is this coming? I want it. It is coming September 29th, guys. This will be out on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we so will clear be your calendars. Playing, yes, we will be playing the hell out of this, <coughs> and then we'll follow it up with a review on Gamescast Wednesday. Um, I cannot wait for this. Rec Room and Against Gravity, they are really, really incredible with what they've done with this game and, so much. and how far it's come over the years. Um and most of the times, like, I don't even really like, rec, uh, like um, what is it, Battle Royale games. Mm. And I really liked Rec Royale. Um, and Crescendo of the Blood Moon, that's like the Castlevania in VR. We were talking about Castlevania earlier. 
Um, I expect this mode to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I expect really good things from this, and I think this will help fill the void of that those those racing games, those kart racers. I think it'll give us a little bit of a mix of all of those, um, and should be a lot of fun and full multiplayer, six person cross platform support. Yeah, no, this is and that, that's sort of what I was getting at when I was when I brought Dash Dash World up was saying you know this is. This is great. This is certainly going to be something that we really, really needed. We've been asking for, we needed a better kart racer. Touring Karts was great at launch. It was the only thing we had. Um, and uh, but, I th- but I think this is going to be something special. I think this is going to be great. And they said, and they also said for all the Rec Room creators out there that these uh, vehicles are going to be, you can use these in creative mode and you can use these in other uh, right. Rec Room games if you're creating different rooms. So I that's awesome, man. Like this is a huge new gameplay mechanic for Rec Room. Uh, I, I think it's going to explode. I can't wait to play. Yeah, it I mean that's that's a great point. This isn't just a big for like big for being a brand new mode. Rec Room has vehicles now, something <laughs> that a lot of creators have been asking for for a long time. And yes, these will now be able to be used in other things. So, God only knows. I mean, we've got a bunch of cats, Creeper Betty, and uh, um, there's a VR chat channel and. Delirium Drew, so many people, uh, just incredible VR. A lot of these cats, they are awesome creators, yeah. and um, and yeah, we might end up seeing them making some crazy, uh, awesome new new rooms. And 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 again, these support up to three. Uh, you can get up to three people into one of these cars. So imagine the games that are going to come out of this, where you have a driver and then two people shooting out of the car, shooting monsters. Uh, shooting all this stuff there's so many different things that this is also going to potentially lead to that's going to be amazing who do i have to pay to make a horror game cat rally <laughs> just asking uh, gc13 plays the diet uh, gc13 the diet pepsi cat says can i play bumper cars of course that's all you can do we know we know that's all you're good at is running into shit so they keep slamming into each other make sure <laughs> make sure you do it on hump day it'd be way more appropriate <laughs> All right, uh, but that's awesome, man. Yeah, cannot wait for this Wednesday. Yep. Uh, I feel I feel like I'm gonna jump into this on Wednesday, do a quick little live stream, and it's gonna end up being like a four hour live stream. I'm gonna be like, I can't stop playing this, or maybe it'll be terrible, and in like five minutes, and I'll be like, fuck this game. Um, <sighs> but anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Brian, you remember when Zero Caliber said that if they didn't have any PSVR news on Monday? That we could come after them with pitchforks uh, yeah. at Whale Etlin or something his name was. Yeah, I got my sharp. Well, guess what, her. Brian? They didn't announce anything today. They said, oh, tomorrow. And they're totally trying to play it off like they didn't say that. Right. Uh, but here's the thing, Brian. We're not going to go too deep into this because I don't even want to give it the attention. Um, I don't think it deserves any attention. But they made an announcement today, which was just a bulletin. Just a bulletin that gave a small little update on their PC VR version. And and they basically said that they just like said, this is where the game's at right now. It's a long process. We have a long way to go. And there's nothing exciting to announce. So they basically are getting ready to announce the PSVR bulletin tomorrow. And uh, yeah, it's probably going to be nothing. Why are you so angry? <laughs> Because they did it to themselves. It's embarrassing. It's pathetic. Like, I uh, I mean, if it's an announcement of a release date or something, that'd be great. But, I mean, it's just, uh, it's bad. It's, it's, it's embarrassing, like I said. 
I don't be ashamed. I don't think it's embarrassing. I don't think Xreal is nearly as big a studio as as people think it is. Um, you know, if 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 tomorrow rolls around and they're like, "Here's the announcement," uh, as promised yesterday and then three days prior to that, and they say the PSVR version's canceled, then I'll be like, "Fuck you guys! That's bullshit. There was no reason to delay the announcement." But the fact is, is that's not the announcement, right? The announcement is obviously like, "Hey, here's what's happening with the PSVR version." And the last thing they want to do is say, hey, it's coming October 29th. And then three days later, they find out, shit, uh, we meant uh, we meant December 1st. And then the day after that, they realize, oh, we meant January 2022, right? And so obviously whatever's happening behind the scenes, they're trying to figure out. And they are they obviously want to let us know the second that they know, which is why they didn't, you know, why they said Friday. And they were like, well, Monday. And then they said Tuesday because Something is changing behind the scenes. They are trying to get their ducks in a row, and whatever information they give us next has to be accurate because uh, people are fed up. People are irritated. And, and personally, I don't get why people are so pissed off. It's like, dude, this is a small dev team working on a big game, and it's taken years. MP promises, man. They're pissed off because they ditched the PC VR and PSVR version for a Quest version that bombed, that didn't do well. And then, uh, and then now they're scrambling back, saying, "No, no, we're still working on you guys. We never forgot about you guys." After they pretty much abandoned it, and I, I wouldn't doubt at this point, Brian, I wouldn't even be a single tidbit surprised if they do cancel it uh, with this announcement and say, "We're going to work on next gen systems," and nobody's going to care. It doesn't even matter anymore. Well, they've, they've, they've pretty unless they have an, a like a release date saying it's coming out soon. Like they, nobody really cares. I care. I care. I, I don't. I don't find any fault in what they're doing. I, I, I. Maybe I'm just too understanding. Maybe I'm too sympathetic to, you know, these, oh. all these developers. You know, who again are still trying to learn how to uh, work remotely. Uh, they've got a lot of shit going down, and uh, and we know the story behind this game. We know they were trying to figure out if they should focus on the moves or the aim controller. We know that they had to um, basically farm out the PlayStation VR port to another studio and how that didn't go nearly as fast as it should have. They, and, and you know, even when I asked them, I was like, hey, who's the studio that's working on this? They're like, we don't even want to tell you because people will start tweeting at them and getting mad. And I was like, so these guys are fully aware of the situation and they, they're just trying to make the best of, of a bad situation. And so I I think that, you know, this, this port studio has been working on uh, the PSVR port for a while and we just need to know what's going on and hopefully tomorrow we'll have some definitive information and it won't change on Wednesday, right? By, by waiting a couple extra days to make sure that their information is correct, I think they're going to disappoint fewer people in the long run. But that's, again, you know, I mean, I'd love to know in the chat who who's mad about this and who's like fucking like, it's fine, man, whatever. Everybody, uh, why, why is it that some games get a pass and they say, hey, man, a, you know, a delayed game it will eventually be good, but... Um, but a, but a bad game is bad forever. Like there's always people that are like giving so much benefit of the doubt to so many different studios, and then announcements like this happen. Everyone's like, "Fuck you!" It's like, well, "Where did you? Why did you just give this other studio so much leeway and say, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, delay it, do what you got to do,' and then say, "Fuck you to Xreal." It's like, no, man. It's like if you, it's what's good for the goose. Fucking, I don't know, stupid, good gander. I don't know. Fuck, fuck, stupid expressions, right? Okay, what you talking? Dude, right. because okay, you know what? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really at this point like. I, I'm. I want this game to be good, 
So whatever, uh, you know, I hope it's good. They've, they've given us one thing, which was ATEC Cybernetic. It wasn't very good. They ditched our versions to go work on the Quest and try to cash in on that. That, that had a horrible, rough launch. So they, it wasn't exactly like, um, yeah, I mean, I get it. Small devs with good intentions, you know, um, and, and I, I've been there. I've defended some of those games before. But, when, but this is a delay. This is an announcement. The way they're doing this is just not as go, they're going about it all wrong. And that's why I'm mad about it is because they they don't even have an, uh, from what it looks like. They don't even have a good announcement. They're just like saying there's an announcement. And that's what they've been doing to me for for two years now. So it's not my fault that they don't know how to run their game uh, or, or like uh, who's uh, blaming you. <laughs> No one's you blaming. No, why? No, you I'm saying, just, why are you mad about this? Why do we no. give all these other devs a pass? I was, uh, oh, I'm sorry if you thought I was talking to you, although that makes me feel like you have a guilty conscience right now. Like no, I, I was I saying, I saw online, I, I saw a bunch of people that are fucking it. pissed off about it, and I, and that my question is for those people being like, why do you give so much leeway to some studios, but then not to these guys? These guys knew what they had to do. They're a small studio. They're like, we if we. Like the quest is the thing making money, and now we have to hire these other guys to do the port for the PSVR version, and 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 that didn't go as well as they wanted it to. Uh, so I mean, like I'm I'm empathetic to their situation, and and really really hope that whatever news they deliver tomorrow is good. And if it's not good news, well then, that sucks, man, and that sucks big time. And if they say PSVR version is canceled tomorrow, like Ian Stanbridge said, I'll fucking flip tables, man. <laughs> like I will. I'll be so mad. Like why did you delay this message? Like what was the point? But I think it's going to be right. good news for us, and I'm like, I'm okay with a little delayed good, good, good news. news. But I, I'm pretty much expecting it to be. Uh, we're going to wait till next gen news because they're going to try to cash in on that, and that's going to fail too. Watch, watch. I'll watch. I'll put pizza bets on it and everything. Well, speaking of which, so yeah. we have uh, we had another thing that um, that popped up. Now this is this is a company that I'm not going to try to tear to shreds um, because they've given us an explanation. I am, I am but very, you already up. did tear them to shreds. No, I, so. I, I, okay. Okay. So, so I, so fine. So I'll give them the, I will treat them equally then Brian, I will treat them. equally. You know, this show is live. Um, we don't edit things out, man. You already <laughs> tore fit planet games, a new asshole during our last show. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so ultra wings Two uh, had an announcement. Um, what was it? Friday. And they basically said they weren't coming to PSVR, right. and I was definitely pissed off because they know uh, they know that they've been kind of teasing it, and uh, I know they can't announce their platforms ahead of time. Um, but I had a talk with them, Brian, and they've they've gone on to explain a little bit about this, and it brings up a very interesting discussion that I want to hear from you. I want to hear from the cats in the chat. Um, <laughs> chair faces AJB hating. Ass, I'm angry. Um, angry voice but, uh, of the internet, but, man. We're all, we're all familiar yeah. with how this show works. The developers of Ultra Wings 2 basically have publicly stated now that the reason they didn't bring uh, make a PSVR version was because when PSVR 2 was announced, um, they figured that this platform was on the way out and they didn't want to spend the time and resources to to work on a PSVR version. I think that's garbage, personally. I still think that's garbage. But their reasoning behind it was that they said that they could have easily ported the Quest 2 version mm -hmm. to uh, to the to PSVR. 
um, but they didn't want to do that. They feel like the game would only have slightly better like graphics and stuff than the first game. Um, and they just they really wanted to target next gen consoles. They're disappointed about this. They are uh, upset about this. They knew they'd get blowback from it. Um, but I have to ask you a question, Brian and Game Cats. Um, would you rather have had them port the Quest 2 version over for now and then release a next-gen version on the next-gen headset, or you think they made the right decision? I, this is a tough question for me, by the way. I am, like, super torn on this. It's not a tough question for me because, <clears throat> as, as we know, next year uh, currently is looking like a pretty blank slate as far as PSVR 1 releases. And this game is coming out in February of 2022. So in my book, it is the easy answer is like, dude, we need PlayStation VR 1 games next year. We need a lot of games. It was, let's let's hypothetically say PSVR 2 is coming out in October, right? We'll just put it in the exact same release window as PSVR 1. That's nine plus months of 2022 where we need PlayStation VR 1 games coming out. And currently, we know of almost none. So that's that's my me being selfish, saying, man, we need shit to play, <laughs> like on our current headset. And if you want to yeah. give this a PS5 overhaul on PlayStation VR 2, wonderful. But so that that's where I am. We we loved Ultra Wings 1, despite the fact that it looked really, really simple. And if it only got a minor visual upgrade, but like had so much more to play, all we ever asked for from BitPlanet was more Ultra Wings. For bit for the sequel, yeah. and that's right. what they're delivering. We don't need the graphics to be photorealistic, right? So, so that's my answer. I think I think my answer is very simple. I would have much preferred a PSVR one version, and then deliver a spruced up, crazy over the top PS five PSVR two version. What about you? If the PSVR one version though was a Quest two port, would you be okay with that, or no? Because yeah, that's any, your only option. Yeah, anything's better than wearing port. that fucking thing on my head for that gives me a migraine after thirty minutes. God, that thing's so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, Fuck tracking, man. Pretty, Fuck it tracking. Is, it is pretty uncomfortable. But Sp that, oh, Brian, but yeah, spend that, fifty more dollars to make it comfortable. Fuck that too. Like that. Yeah. What, what a fucking cash grab. Everybody's like, it's so cheap. Oh, I don't have to spend a fucking fortune to make the thing work properly. Oh, buy a battery pack. Buy a buy a head strap. It's like it comes with a head strap. Why doesn't that? See, now I'm the angry internet. Fuck yeah, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have I have awakened something in you, dude. I I I love my quest too, and simultaneously fucking hate that thing so much. Like, uh, I don't mind it at all. It's great for previewing PSVR games that are coming. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, man. Look, I mean, I I'm I'm of the mindset of like I would have rather had. Yes, I would be disappointed about it being a quest two port. Yes. That would be disappointing. Not as disappointing as not getting it at all. Yeah. Like, that to me is the ultimate disappointment. So that's where I think they screwed up. Um, you know, like you said, Ultra Wings 1 was never about the graphics anyways. It was about the gameplay and the, the, the kind of, like, simulation, like flight simulator kind of stuff. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the chat's loving your, your... I'm reading, I'm like, thank God, man, because there's there's a lot of Quest defenders out there, and I'm glad most of them aren't currently here. Shh, don't, don't tell anyone we just had this conversation. Let's just keep it between us. Shh. Otherwise, you're going to be like, fucking, oh, Brian Paul's so fucking biased. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, uh, 
I would have. I think uh, while I respect, while I like, uh, uh, I think their decision was it had good intentions, right? I think they had good intentions with their decision because when he says, when he mentioned that he could potentially bring over a Quest Two port real easily, mm. like he was like saying, like it would be the greedy thing to do. Well, I think that's the we're, kind we're of, okay with that. <laughs> yes, be like, greedy. That's the thing. I think. Yes, that's that's what I was like, dude. You're making VR games. You're making a very niche VR game for like a specific crowd. Be greedy. Like, don't go all microtransaction on us right. uh, and all EA on us. But um, give us if you you uh, want if you don't want to come across as greedy, sell it to us for thirty bucks on PSVR one, and then you know make sure it's a free upgrade on PSVR two or a five dollar upgrade. Make sure we don't have to rebuy the bucks. entire. Th- What's that? It's cheaper than thirty bucks. Make it's, it cheaper than thirty bucks. Well, I mean, Ultra Wings one was thirty bucks when it launched. Oh, was it? Yeah, and so and then it eventually okay. became twenty and fifteen, and it's probably like two fifty now. So I don't um, even remember. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying is like just it's it, there are ways <laughs> yeah. to not be greedy, but also like deliver content that we desperately want and need. So that's all. Yes, I'm still gonna play Resident Evil Four on the twenty first. Jesus Christ, man, I, I'm, I can't get around it. I'm sorry. I'm part, I'm part um, of I, I make fun of Jay Meow for being part of the problem, man. Like he buys Quest One, buys Quest Two, he's like, fuck this, fuck that. And then and he's like, I'm probably gonna buy Quest Three. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm also part of the problem, man. I bought Quest One and Quest Two, and I'm gonna buy Resident Evil Four. I'm part of well, the problem. Well, you know, I I had a really heart to heart conversation with this guy. They seem like they're good people. They seem like they just made a, a bad decision and uh and they said we will keep keep this in mind, this conversation in mind. So, I hope, I hope they they still bring it to us, even if it's the shitty Quest Two version. Uh, I were what they think is the shitty Quest Two version. I still hope we get it because, yeah, I just I would love to play it. And I, and to be honest with you, by the time PSVR two comes out, I this thing is gonna probably get buried, uh, especially if it's like trying to be at launch. Like if if PSVR two launches with Horizon VR, Grand Theft Auto, uh, Gran Turismo seven, dude, I'm Ace sorry, Combat eight's gonna be ready. Ace yeah, Combat eight, probably a hybrid <laughs> VR title, man. It's yeah. like mm, I don't like, know, they might have missed time, a chance. Like, this game will get buried. I think it was a big mistake. So, yeah. Uh, well, and you know, we just saw what happened to X Real Devs just because they targeted the quest doesn't mean you're gonna be successful. You you have to bring something that is enticing to people to enough people and um, I don't know if I I hope this is this to me is like a it should be one of those but I could also be in something that doesn't really you know blow up with its numbers so yeah. um, we'll have to see dude we gotta but move thank on. you for answering that. what's yeah. that did you thank me did you thank me answering yes oh yeah i mean when do you ever ask me a question and i go i choose not to answer that aj <laughs> i play like, the fifth i play the fifth i've never i've never not answered a question man you know me like as soon as you turn the camera on i'm like i'm gonna fucking talk non-stop uh, there's no uh, there's no All way right. around that one yeah dude we gotta we gotta get to our headline story don't we we do but first we've got gatorade 23 the h2o despising game cat Gatorade with a ten dollar donation says I bought a Quest Two just for Resident Evil Four. It's so painful to wear after fifteen minutes. If RE Four sucks, I'm punting it out my window. We're all I part of the problem. <laughs> We're all part of the problem. Oh man, it's a it's a good device to have like yes. in uh, tandem with 
you know, I love all VR. So, right. um, if it was my like, only VR headset, I would be so angry. But since it's one I can just throw yes. on and, and play for a few minutes right. and have a little fun, and if I don't mind um, a, a little bit of a little bit of pain and torture <laughs> for like fifty bucks, I know I could make it more comfortable. But I'm just like, I just like out of principle, I refuse to do it, man. So, all right, man. Well, uh, we have some huge news. Speaking of PSVR two. Uh, we have discovered what Maze Theory is up to, Brian. And uh, this came from VR Focus. And they say Maze Theory plans joint PlayStation VR 2 and Oculus Quest launch of Ingram. Engram? Engram. Yeah, I've been saying Engram. I'm not really sure <laughs> if that's proper or not. Um, so essentially. Uh, they write, having released Doctor Who, The Edge of Time, back in 2019, yes, the Maze Theory did make a uh, Doctor Who game we played, followed by the PC and console version, Edge of Reality, and currently highly focused on Peaky Blinders, Maze Theory is well-versed when it comes to bringing big IPs into virtual reality. Um, I don't want to read this whole damn thing. Basically, they're designing <laughs> a new game, Brian, yeah. uh, and it is a narrative-based experience centered around people being able to experience the memories of others and travel to, into deeper layers of their own. Yeah. What's funny is that um, when the VR Focus article and other articles have, have claimed that there's only one screenshot of this game so far, um, but if you do a quick little Google search, then this Vimeo video that I'm playing right here pops up, and this is basically... Uh, before Engram was known as Engram, it was known as The Vanishing Act, uh, and they've just basically changed the name of it very recently, uh, at least publicly very recently. And uh, The Vanishing Act had this uh, couple-minute tech demo. Uh, so some of it actually looks like uh, Doctor Who Edge of Time, and I think actually parts of this were pulled into Doctor Who Edge of Time. Um, I mean, this, this video was three years old, to give you an idea. Uh, so if it looks very basic, if it looks, if parts of it look very much like Doctor Who, um, that's why, because they probably just use some of this for that game. Um, but whew, man, uh, let's start at the beginning, man. What were your thoughts on Doctor Who Edge of Time? Because it's hard to get excited about a game coming to PSVR 2 if you weren't fans of the developer to begin with. Yeah, uh... I wasn't a fan of it. <laughs> I mean, look, it was visually, it was a beautiful game. It was, it was really beautiful. It had, it had pretty good atmosphere, uh, but it was a boring puzzle game that like was uh, pretty limited in gameplay elements. A lot of pick this up and put this here kind of stuff. I liked, uh, I liked the room VR, a dark matter, despite, um, despite it being like node teleportation and other things. I think the room VR dark matter absolutely clobbered uh, the Doctor Who VR game in terms of what I was looking for as a fun and engaging experience. I so, agree. I agree. I'm not the and yeah. I mean, you know, this Doctor Who was essentially uh, parts of it where it felt like escape room. Parts of it just felt like simple puzzles. Um, you know, you know me, man. It doesn't take me much to to like something when they put a horror slant on it. And from the get-go, when you start in that laundromat uh, and she gets real dark and creepy really fast, I'm like, ooh, this might be a game for me. And they actually dive back into that a couple times throughout the course of the adventure. Um, and there's some, for me, some really scary moments in it. So I was like, oh, this is good, despite the puzzles being a little bit lackluster. But 
overall, it didn't feel like there's a whole lot of polish. Some of the areas looked great, some of them didn't. Some of the puzzles felt good, some of them felt really weak. And so there was the whole thing felt unbalanced. I felt like every single time I stepped out of the TARDIS, I didn't know what I was going to experience. I was like, is this a good part of the game or a pretty weak part of the game? If anybody out there played it and did the whole laser thing, that was so ridiculous. I'm like, fuck laser puzzles. Um, So it's a little hard for me to get excited about this, except for the fact that it seems like they've been working on this since before Doctor Who Edge of Time. And so... Uh, and, and so they've had a lot of time to sort of refine the mechanics and perfect what they're doing. Um, and, and it sounds like they're still trying to figure that shit out. Yeah, this game is so similar to the conversation we were just having. Um, this is almost like the opposite where this game was actually going to be targeted for the quest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then PSVR 2 got announced and they said, hold on, let's wait now and let's target the PSVR 2 and the quest, so they're actually delaying this game, trying to trying to catch that boat, um, and uh, I just don't know, man. I I really looking at the, the the early tech demo footage of this, it looks so similar to the Doctor Who game, like, and and it just seems like you you kind of wander around and and you just solve puzzles, and it's a slow paced game. Um, there's nothing like exciting about this at all. To well. Me. Um, don't forget we're watching tech demo footage from three years ago like this right. we we have no idea what the gameplay for this is really like uh one one of the one of the websites i apologize for not having this handy but one of them did reference it being similar to something along the lines of uh, what remains of edith finch uh more of a walking sim so you could be totally on point here and say there's not a lot to this it's more of an experience you just kind of walk through and, and have the story be told to you and maybe pick up an item here or there whatever but i don't feel like that's the case i feel like uh i feel like based on their experience with doctor who edge of time and listening to feedback and hearing reviews and saying here's what sucked about it here's what was good about it they would take all of that and try to make this game bigger and better and improve on that but i could be wrong (laughs) i would hope so yeah but i don't know i'm just not i'm not feeling it man i'm not feeling it um i i think it looks beautiful again just but so did doctor who and i didn't care so uh yeah man i don't know um uh, yeah. So the interesting thing about this is that uh, if you go back far enough, <clears throat> you'll start you'll start seeing plenty of articles about the Vanishing Act and how the big appeal, the big draw for this, was that it was room scale. And I mean, that's all I see. Anytime any VR website covers this, it was the the draw was all about room scale. And so, um, what is it? I think back in so 2018, we got uh, an, an article on Upload VR from Jamie Feltham. Uh, says the, the title of it is The Vanishing Act Recaptures the Magic of Room Scale VR Storytelling. And he starts off talking about the gallery and saying how he was scared to walk forward because there was broken glass on the floor and he didn't want to actually cut his feet. And, uh, and, and, so, and so he goes on and on and on about room scale and about how The Vanishing Act is so enticing because it makes good use of room scale. And I think, and he, so here's my question for you, since we're just interviewing each other this whole show. What do you, don't you think over the last few years, a lot of developers uh, and a lot of gamers have realized that room scale isn't all it's cracked up to be because 95% of VR gamers out there 
only have like this much space to work with when they're playing games. Like even when PSVR 2 comes out and we don't have to worry about the camera or anything else anymore, that doesn't mean I have more room to play. My apartment's smaller than it was when PSVR 1 came out because now I have more furniture and a cat and kitty condos. So I have even less room to work. So as appealing as room scale is, don't you think that most developers have like kind of pulled back from that and realized that room scale isn't the future of VR, that very few people have that much room to play? Um, yeah, I've never been crazy about the room scale thing. What I've been, what I've thought the significance of it was the tracking, you know? Yeah. Um, that's always been what it's about is, is having the best tracking possible and having those like room scale designed games and stuff usually was meaning was because the tech allowed you to have that. So in terms of that, yeah, that's what I liked about it the most. I've always preferred using buttons and stuff to turn in the game because i've been uh i've been really worried about running into something or or whatnot and there's there's measures around that but but i've i've really thought that it's more about like there's other things that matter to gaming you know as a technology i think room scale is great but that that's not necessarily going to make a game great just because it has that so um yeah turn, so turning turning around Turning around and like and turning instead of using turn buttons, uh, I think will will become something that I get more and more. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's so tough because it's when I'm playing when I'm playing Saints and Sinners on the Quest Two, I'm still using turn uh, the turn and I'm using the analog stick to turn. I'm I'm still. I don't know if I've right. just trained myself over the last five years to make sure that I'm facing the camera and always facing a specific direction, or if that's something that'll change the more I play Quest Two, the more I play PSVR Two. Uh, Will that eventually change is the question. Um, but, but you know, I don't, the point is, though, it's, it's, it's more about saying, hey, uh, it feels good to walk around in VR if you know that you're not going to crash into anything and very few people have that space to work with. So I, I, so I, I, do, think, I do think that this game or I think Engram has changed a lot. The original vision of this seemed to be something that took full advantage uh, of room scaling, and now the, now the vision had to change because that's just not the way the market is uh, is proceeding. Um, yeah. And it, it's, especially, especially if PlayStation VR 2 has a cable attached to it, then it's like, well, how far away are you really going to get? <laughs> right. Yeah. No. But anyways, yeah, I just, you know, I got to see more. I want to see like an official trailer. It's cool that... We have confirmation that there's an yet another game um, targeting PSVR 2. Um, but at, like I said, around launch, it's going to be it's probably going to be pretty stacked around launch. So the, the way that these kinds of games are going to um, really benefit is between the launches of big titles when we need something in between those huge AAA games that we're going to be playing. Um, that's when these games are going to be like you have their best shot right. basically how, how does this make you feel about the psvr2 launch lineup <laughs> so, uh like <laughs> when i think of the psvr2 launch lineup yeah. this does not like even remotely come close to what i'm thinking about right uh i'm thinking you know gran turismo 7 resident evil village um you know maybe even something if i if i'm gonna go more indie uh, then I'm thinking like Hellsweeper VR runner. or um, Runner 
or some something else. Like mm. you know, this there's just this game is just not meant for me. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's got its value. I'm sure there's you know in some way, but uh, I'm I'm not. This isn't meant for me. No, not my style. I think I'm gonna love it. Not gonna lie. I I, I think these guys were so close with Doctor Who Edge of Time to being something good rather than something just average that they've had a lot of time to work on this and a lot of experimenting and it's their own ip that's the important part they've worked on a lot of different uh, per, uh licenses and then this will be one of the first ips they've worked on and so they've got a lot more freedom they've always had to stay strict to you know what's what's allowed in the story or whatever uh so this is going to be interesting when they take the rails off or go off the rails and have total freedom it's like this is your chance to shine guys what, do, what are you going to bring us sirens on my end sorry yeah, all right man well all right that brings us to the final segment of the show which is psvr 20 questions i stumped you last week you did uh and you i told so you screwed. i was gonna have my revenge yeah. <laughs> and i did some hotel rr fun fact i played hotel rr on friday on saturday night live streams mm -hmm. and it was a blast and what's and what's the fun so part of this fun. fact oh it was just such an amazing game Hotel R&R. &R. I it's think really it's good. super underrated. I think I should have been fighting for it in our top 25, but I'll fight for it in the top 50. Don't you worry. I don't think I have to fight for it in the top 50. We're just going to be like, how does 47 sound? Great. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> There's not going to be a lot of fighting in the top 50. We're just going to be like, hey, let's find a place for everything. There were so many games I was thinking that would like are going to be, it's going to be so much better when we do the top 50. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Stuff like Hotel R&R &R and Thumper and To the Top and uh static and like i'm just all oh, these yeah. games are gonna be just all up in there big mm. time big time big time big time big time all right dude let's uh let's get a let's get a six minute clock up on the counter if you guys uh, haven't played this game before you guys out there and aj have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what playstation vr game i'm thinking of are you ready i am ready all right man let's put that timer up on the there we go go for it all right does it use move controllers? It does. Does it use any other controller? Uh, no, no, not to my knowledge. Moves only. Uh, is it a an action game? No, I wouldn't call it an action game. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you interact and grab? Or let me just say, uh, is it is it played from first person? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Is there full locomotion? There's not full locomotion. That's five. Okay. That's five. Um, <clears throat> have the devs made other PSVR games? Yes. Mm, have. Yes. Um, I'm going to check something real quick. But yes. Uh, let's see here. So it's moves only. They've made other games. There's no full locomotion. Um, <clears throat> is it a puzzle game? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Um, um, hmm. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, may, uh, I, may have to, I may have to correct one of my former answers, but keep going. Which which one the, the have they made other game? psvr games i'm just uh yeah i'm just double checking that real quick so it's pretty much a puzzle game um is it sci-fi 
No, it's not sci-fi. Is it horror? Uh, no, that's no. no. Okay. It, may, may, it may possibly call uh, parts of it spooky, but no, it's not going to help you. Okay. Okay, so it's kind of a spooky puzzle game. Yeah. I'm, okay, so uh, it looks like no other PSVR games technically. Um, so, but but yes, other VR games that might help you. Okay, so no P- PSVR, but VR games. Right. Um, is it? Did it come out in the first two years of PSVR? It did not. That's ten. Okay, that's ten. Um, does it have a demo? <laughs> I like I like the Durasane. I like the Fisherman's Tale. I like the Tumble VR. I'm pretty sure it doesn't have a demo. I'm looking for one right now. I don't believe so. No. Okay. <sighs> um. Okay. It can't be Fisherman's Tale because they made Arizona Sunshine as well, right? Or no? Is that somebody else? Hmm, they published it. Okay. Uh, what number um, were we on? Oh, that eleven. I think you might have gotten. We're on. We're, no, we were on like six. Right. Okay. I think you might have gotten a free question out of me, but that's. But if pretty, we'll go with number eleven. Um, let's see. Okay, I need some more. Uh, let's see. Is it? Is it a? Uh, let's see. Um. What do we got here? So it's got some creepiness stuff. Okay, Tumble works with DualShock 4. Uh, by the way, yeah. we never gave Scott Jessica, PSN, Harry Fellow, PSVR Game Cap for Life a, a, a shout-out for his two-quid tip. It says, sneaky cigarette break uh, tip train. Choo-choo. Sorry, Thank bud. you. Thank, we'll see um, you later. But I have, I'm have i on a timer right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, relax. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, is it narrative-driven, story-driven? I would definitely not call this narrative-driven, no. Definitely not narrative-driven. No. Okay. Uh, is it a good game? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, the pets game. Let's see, covert. Uh, shit, this is hard. Okay. Um, let's see, puzzle. Some creepiness came out later on. Uh, did it come out in twenty twenty one? No. Did it come out in twenty twenty? No. So it's from twenty nineteen. That's fifteen. Okay, that's 15. It came out in 2019, guys. Um, it's a it's a slightly creepy... It has slightly creepy moments. It's a puzzle game with moves only. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it couldn't be Curious Tale. Um, you have one minute left. Five questions remaining. Four questions and a guess. Okay, is there any locomotion at all? Uh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, I'd be lying if I said no. Um, are there multiple floors in this game? No. It's not 18 okay. floors, no. Okay. Well, no, I mean, there's floor plan too, so. Hmm. Um, I think he's done blind spot before, so I don't think he can do blind spot again. Um. 30 seconds. Right, you've done 30 have, seconds. Is I've there done no blind teleportation? There is no teleportation. Is it based on a popular IP? It is based on a popular IP. Is it 
The Room VR Dark Matter. <laughs> I thought you were going to get it at the absolute last second. It is not a Room oh. VR Dark Matter. Let's let, let's let this timer blow up, and I will tell no. you exactly what game this is. Based on a popular IP. Yeah, I, I really thought you had it for a second there. The chat knows now. Angry Birds VR. Wow. Isle of Pigs, which of course got the entire spooky update. That's not a good game. <laughs> you don't think Angry Birds <laughs> is a good game? I didn't say it's a great game. No. You said you said is it a good game? And I said yeah, it's a good game. No, it's all right. You fuck. You've streamed it. You've loved it. You've never said anything bad about it, ever. <laughs> it's all right. It's boring. You're just you're just trying to catch me and make this my fault. <laughs> That's what you're trying to do. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Angry Birds. It, all VR. I'm saying is it would have been better. Yeah. Oh, I see. I know. I get I get what he means by it being a puzzle game. Um, of course it is. <laughs> it's such a puzzle game. Absolutely. Every Angry Birds game is a puzzle game. Angry Birds. I mean, yeah, you said kind of spooky. Oh, what? I told, I told you that's not going to help you. But, yes, it's a little oh, bit spooky. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Because the room VR dark matter is kind of oh. eerie and spooky. It's all Brian's fault. It's all Brian's fault. Yeah. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. <laughs> I, I feel good. I feel like I fought valiantly. You did. Um, you did. I really thought you got it at the absolute last second there. I, when you said, is it based on a popular license? I was like, oh, my God, how did you get it? Because I, I hadn't been paying attention to the chat. I really thought you guys nailed this down like somehow. And uh, this close, man. I bet if you had like two more questions, you would have gotten it. That's good. That's good. All right, you guys. That about does it for another episode of PSVR Gamescast Live. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. I want to thank, of course, the person I couldn't do this without, AJ from PSVR Underground. If you don't already subscribe to his channel, make sure you go over there and subscribe. He's doing all sorts of great live streams. He does the Saturday Night Live streams. And, uh, dude, with October approaching, we're going to be blowing it out of the water with lots and lots of horror content. I can't wait to start talking about October, Brian. Holy shit, October is going to be amazing. Why are you waiting? Uh, yeah, and I've, it's without pro, I've man. Just start, cool... start talking about it now. Like, right oh, I watched now. 1408 last night, by the mm-hmm. way. 1408, mm-hmm. I love that movie so much. I really do. That is like one of my favorite horror movies ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, uh, but anyways, yeah, I've got some <laughs> cool stuff in the works, man. Can't wait to share. I'm really excited to share it. It's a lot of work, though, so give me some time. Nice. Since we're not going to have a post-credit scenes, I do want to recommend uh, Gonjim, Haunted Asylum. Um G-O-N-J-I-A-M. I think it's a Hong Kong movie from Hong Kong, uh, subtitled. And uh, it's, it's, it's a good found footage movie. It's not super scary, but it, it kept me interested till the very end. Uh, it's really good stuff. Uh, more professional than most found footage movies lately. All right. Uh, we also want to thank Miles Dyer. We want to thank Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry J. Meow. And, of course, all the moderators out there doing God's work. Guys, if, if you're not already with us on Discord, make sure you click the link in the description. Join us over on Discord. That's where the moderators really have to work hard to keep everyone under control. Uh, we love you all so very much. AJ, can I cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say see y'all Wednesday to Roy Schwartz. Uh, Sarah from 190, some fat underground game cat, LC2552, the musical game cat, Tom Morgan, Salvador, thank you so much, Twitch and single player game cat, I think Eric said that. You get two shout outs, flame hat game cat, Donatello, scientist game cat, uh, says, uh, 
Damn, AJ, where was the question? Is there birds in it? Come on, I know, man. I know. I should have asked something else. Uh, Gabriel, double up for the license to game cat. Good to have you back. Emily Baxter, hashtag the game kitten. I hope you thought this stream was not cartoony as hell. Brax, bro. Uh, guys, on Fistbump to you. Nihilus Ryan, the game feline. Dave Station VR with a $5 donation says, I will recommend as my should we, uh, uh, should we, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, and Death Stranding cut PS5. And Devil One in the house tonight. Thank you so much. We've got some news to share with you on Endeavor One very soon. <laughs> Justin Cassidy, Skibby the Game Cat. Skibby. As well, uh, all you are is history. The Game Shrimp. Yes, more shrimp for the army. Tom Tom, thank you so much. Um, time to play with Game Cats. I'm so glad you checked out uh, me playing Brookhaven. I never take requests oh, early, man. but I did for you. Dude, it's got a really cool Halloween level. Have you ever played the survival mode in that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the Halloween level is so good. It looks right like Resident yes. Evil. Yes, it is so good. Yep. Baggio10, thanks so much. Uh, Brax Bro, Doozy Cat, Ian Stambridge, X Pacer X, game over. Uh, that's that's uh, virtual strangers in the house tonight. What up, Wes? Space Denison, who will always be Void Citizen or Void Cat to me. Always. Uh, D R X Z Z Y L two R two sounds like a code <laughs> that he was putting in to so, the thing. Sounds like three uh, CPOs, buddy. Three <laughs> C three POs. Man, I can't speak today. Bogey Cat Productions in the house tonight. Thank you so much, man. You guys have a wonderful night. See you later. I'm going. I'm going yeah. back. I'm going back. <laughs> I'm going back to Circle of the Moon, man. It's too much, man. It's too much. Going. I'm so confused. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs>